0: morning. Welcome to our services today. We're really glad you're here. If you consider yourself to be a visitor, we're especially glad to have you. Hope you'll stick around a little bit after services and let us get to know you a little better. A couple of uh, announcements that didn't make the bulletin that we need to be aware of. We will celebrate uh, birthdays tonight after our service. So Come prepared to do that, and if your birthday falls in the month of May, which I think there are a lot that do, we want to celebrate with you tonight. And then there will also be a business meeting following that celebration. So keep that in mind as you prepare for the rest of the day. I know that most of the mothers here have gotten one of those bags in the back. If you haven't, I hope you do before you leave. You know, this is a day that our country has decided will be recognized as Mother's Day. We want to always recognize our mothers, but this is a special day, and we want to be especially thankful for the mothers that are here today, for the mothers that serve in God's kingdom. We want to celebrate you and what you do. Whether you're a mother-to-be, or you've got children at home, or maybe you're now a grandmother. We celebrate you, we honor you, we pray that we will always support you in God's work as mothers. You know, you do a tremendous service to the kingdom of God in your work. You are bringing up the next generation of God's people. I don't want to minimize the importance of fathers. We'll talk about fathers here in another month or so, but we're going to talk about mothers today. Let's start out with Ephesians 6 and 2. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. God has instructed his people to do this from the very beginning. This statement was written on a piece of rock and given to Moses thousands of years ago. Christ repeated it. Now Paul's repeating it. How much more encouragement do we need to honor our mothers? You mothers are worthy of honor your spouse your husband should honor you your kids should honor you your family should honor you you have earned the respect and honor of all of those and all of us here in God's kingdom you raise these children you protect them You care for them. You comfort them. You encourage them. You support them. You instruct them. And the list could go on and on. The kingdom of God is dependent upon the work you do. Because you see, these children God has blessed you with are the future of the church. Those children you're raising... Will be the future elders deacons evangelists the wives of those elders deacons and evangelists you are vitally important and I hope you never forget that because we don't forget that the church is dependent upon the work you do please turn to Ephesians 6 and 4 and you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. I know this is an instruction primarily to fathers, but let's face it, who's on the front line? When dad's at work, who's there? Mothers are on the front line in bringing our children up, aren't they? Sure is, dads, we kind of set the parameters, we set the overall idea concept of discipline in our homes and what's acceptable what's not acceptable what we're gonna do and how we're gonna do it but it really comes down to mothers to enforce that in most cases doesn't it you are on the front line of bringing those children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord look at Proverbs 1 and 8 My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. You see, mothers instruct their kids. Mothers establish what that law is. The fathers may set out the parameters of that, but the mothers are going to be the ones to enforce it in most cases. But you know what? God has given our mothers many, many tools to accomplish this task. You know, our children, and you see this, we all see it. As they grow up, when they need comfort, where do they go? They go to mom, don't they? When they're little and they have boo-boos or injuries or cuts or scrapes or whatever, where do they go? They go to mom. Because that compassion, that heart, that love that moms have is very special. And they use that to bring up the children that God has given them so that they can take their place in the next generation The Lord's kingdom you know mothers are given many talents but to whom much is given much is required and I'm sure all you mothers here know the price you pay for being a mother those long days of toil and effort and eventually those long nights of worry and concern those tears those feelings of helplessness as we bring our children up and we pray that we've done the job we need to do that they will make the right decisions as they go out into this world all that falls not just on the mothers but on the fathers but the mothers are the ones that feel the emotional burden more than the fathers mothers are the ones that are going to sit there at night and cry when things aren't going well that's mothers god has given us the responsibility to raise children he's given mothers the responsibility to bring them up, that they would be the godly people God, God wants them to be in his nation, in his country, in his kingdom. Deuteronomy 11 and 1. Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statures and his judgments and his commandments always. Keep that charge. Mothers, keep that charge. Don't let it depart from you. We'll talk about that a little more here in just a minute. Deuteronomy 11 and 19. And ye shall teach them your children, speaking to them when thou settest in thy house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Now, I know this instruction was given to the men in the Old Testament, but we get back to where we started. Who's the one that's going to give most of that instruction? Who's the one that's going to be home bringing up those children? You know, most of the characteristics of our children are established by the time they're 6, 8, 10, 12 years old. You, by that time, in most cases, have either won the battle or you've lost it. And that all comes down to how you have yourself to bringing up the next generation of God's people Proverbs 22 and 6 train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he will not depart from it and that's always our goal isn't it as God's people that's what we want to do you know we see this reference multiple times throughout the scriptures you remember when Paul was writing to Timothy I think it's in 2nd Timothy He reminded him in about verse six when he started off that letter about his mother and grandmother, Eunice and Lois, as they had brought him up. You see, those two women brought up a man that was going to be a pillar in God's church. You think they knew that when they were raising him? You think they looked at him when he was a little toddler running around the house and eating bugs and throwing mud pies? at the kids next door. you think they knew he was going to be an elder in the church, an evangelist, a man that would ultimately give his life in service to God's kingdom? I doubt if that ever crossed their mind. They were just trying to raise a good and godly young man. They succeeded, didn't they? And grandmothers this applies to you too you know the influence you have over your grandchildren can never be underestimated the example you live is going to show up in their lives yeah mothers have the majority of the responsibility in this regard but as grandmother you share in living the life that those children are going to remember and going to try to apply to their lives now I know there's probably somebody sitting out there now that says hey I've already blown it you know I did not do a good job with my kids I was all about me when my kids were growing up and they're not in a good place now and I am not who I needed to be. And that may be true. That may have happened. But you know what? God's grace will carry you through that moment. And you can start today to be the example you need to be to your children. They don't have to be four for you to be a good example, they can be 40 you to start living for God and serving him and showing them what it's like to be the godly person you hope they will be someday. God's grace covers all of our sin. Don't despair and don't give up. If you find yourself in that position, just resolve that you're going to make a difference now, starting today, and you will. Ephesians 1, 6 and 7, we read, to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Jesus did that for you. He did that for me. He did that for all of us the glory of his grace, in whom we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So if you think you've blown it, it's too late for you, it's not. You have the opportunity to start where you're at today and make a difference in your child's life. And it doesn't matter how old they are, you're still mom. And I'll bet they still love you and I know you still love them So start today and make a difference. You can do that. God will grant you The ability to do that pray about it Prayer is a powerful tool. God's given us use it And use it to the glory of God and to help your family become the family you want them to be Psalms 113 and 9, we read, He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children, praise ye the Lord. The barren woman. Joyful mother of children, praise ye the Lord. You know, perhaps you find yourself in a position where, I don't have any kids or I'm not gonna have any kids what do I do I want you to take just a minute this morning when you have a chance and look around at how many children we have in this family and yes it's a family and it's your family and think about what you can do to help these children grow up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord because you have a role to play and you can experience the joy of seeing these children maybe they're not your biological children but they're children in your family that you have the opportunity to participate in bringing up to serve God use that opportunity don't throw it away Don't say, I don't have any kids, so I can't do anything. You can do something. God's given you that ability. Just grab hold of it and use it. It's yours. Matthew 5 and 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, we talked about light just a few weeks ago. Probably most of you are here. Maybe some of you weren't. But at any rate, We talked about the light that we as God's children are to shine because we're involved in a spiritual battle every day. You know, one of the things that we talked about was maybe we should put up a sign out here on the driveway, you know, as we're leaving, as people are leaving the assembly, and it says something like, You're now entering the battlefield. Be prepared. Maybe we should put one of those signs next to the door at our house. I pray your house is the sanctuary that it needs to be for you and your children. But maybe you should have one on the door to remind you and your children that when you go out that door, you're stepping onto that same battlefield. It won't have the same temptations. It won't have the same challenges that. Maybe mom and dad have when they're out in the world. But those kids are going to face those temptations and challenges every day. They don't have to be teenagers. They don't have to be in college. They're going to face those challenges in first grade through however far they go in the educational world. And they're going to keep facing those challenges for as long as they live. Because Satan controls this world. You mothers charged with the responsibility of making sure your children have the tools to deal with those battles those conflicts and I know that you're going to do that because you are committed to serving God you are the blessing that God has given your family you ever thought about that You are the blessing God gave to your husband and your children to light up your house, to light up your children, to be that example that God wants you to be. And because of you, we will see elders and deacons and evangelists and the wives of elders, deacons, and evangelists from this family right here we don't know who they're gonna be you don't either but they're here and mothers you're raising them rejoice in that thank God for the opportunity to do that and celebrate the fact we celebrate the fact that you are mothers in God's kingdom and you are mothers In this family right here. God bless you. Let's turn to 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Know your scriptures. And the only way you're going to do that is spend time in the word. Study that you may always encourage your children and your spouse and the rest of your family spend time in the word be acquainted with what god has to say be acquainted with what he tells us to do to deal with any particular problem we face it's all in here it's all in this book all you have to do is just open it up and study it and then you will be able to deal with anything that comes your way or more importantly, anything that your children bring home to you and says, What about this, or what about that, or explain this or that, or whatever's happened or occurred in their lives in school or wherever they're at, then you can address that. Be that kind of mom. Look at first Peter three and fifteen. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and in fear. Always be ready to fight for your kids. I don't mean for their physical well-being. I'm talking about their spiritual well-being. Always be ready to fight that good fight of faith that's required for us to bring these children up. nurture and admonition of the Lord your children are the crown of you and your husband's house and your life and I can assure you as you reach that point in life where that hair on your heads turned gray or Maybe falling out as some do you don't get around near as easy as you once did you can't see you reach that point where life is on the downhill slide you look out over that family you've raised those children that now have children and see who they are and who they become and the joy and pleasure that brings to your heart is unmeasurable I pray that you will all enjoy that you mothers to be you have that to look forward to you mothers that are raising children now you're well on your way to enjoying that blessing Those of you that have reached that point in life where you're now looking back on that, praise God. What a blessing. What a blessing. Through your work, your dedication, your love and compassion, through what you've done for God's kingdom, Satan will not win his battle for your children. God's going to win the battle for your children. Praise God and be glad for it. That concludes my remarks this morning. I haven't really talked about first principles. If you've been sufficiently taught that you have decided you want to become a child of God, the water's here and it's ready. Or if perhaps we can assist you with prayer or anything else, we invite you to come as we stand and sing.